Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing our once more with filming our Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. Today we are doing The Pack, Season 1, Episode 6, first released on the 7th of April 1997, directed by Bruce Seth Green, written by Matt Kine and and Joe Rain Camere, Camere, I think. Uh, yeah, so we watched this episode the other night, Eddie, and what did you think? Uh, I, I, I actually, this is actually one of the better episodes of the, the season, to be, God, to really? be fair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, I definitely used to like this episode a lot more, like I think back when I first saw it, I definitely liked it a lot more than what I do now. Okay, yeah. so you, you like this one more than, than you did it the first time you saw it? Oh, no, I don't like it as much as oh, you don't. when I okay. first saw it. Right. Uh, for me... No, it's a bit of a snooze fest for me. I, I um I gotta admit I was on my phone a bit on this during this episode. I kind of I kinda of zoned out. I found it very boring. I didn't like it at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I am not a big fan of um pack mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, or mob mentality type situations. So you know, but yeah, it's still a good episode for this season. So yeah, so what was your what were your feelings on this episode? Yeah, no, my initial I didn't yeah, just Have have you seen this episode? No, I haven't seen this episode. And if uh, anyone else has started watching this not in order and has just picked this episode up out of no particular reason, it is trying to convince me that Buffy is the greatest T V series of all time. I'm not convinced. I'm still <laughs> not convinced. I know we're only six episodes into this first season, but uh I've suddenly realized I've got a long, long road ahead of me. Yes, <laughs> and as you know, the season, like the first seasons, are it's it's rough to get through. Mm, um, very rough, <laughs> uh, especially for first time watchers of the show. It's often the the roadblock that stops people from realizing what what a great show it actually is. It's funny how you say that. That's a roadblock. Like, shouldn't that sort of suck me in? Shouldn't that convince me or something? If it was a current TV show. Yeah, generally they do try to do that. But, you know, back then it was a show that was still trying to find its footing. Yeah, I get um, that, yeah. You know, and and the other thing was it, it wasn't um, – it was a, a filler show. Like they – like I think this is one of those uh, PSAs. Public service announcement. Yeah, public service announcement type episodes. Like I think they had to start doing a few – Oh, the bullying – Thing is yeah, that, oh, yeah. So okay. I think I yeah, think they had yeah, to. Yeah. So in order to get some more funding, uh, yeah, they, okay. there's there's a few of these PSA type episodes scattered throughout the first season. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I I wonder. I'm, I'm thinking what the the praying mantis one was about. Oh uh, no, is well, it alcohol maybe <laughs> or don't drink alcohol because you might oh, be no, eaten there, by a praying mantis. <laughs> oh no. Well, this is definitely an anti-bullying messaged mm. uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just so, I mean, it's just so forced, you know, they just walk up and they're just absolute pricks to everyone, you know. Hey, Darsh. <laughs> yes, pretty no, much. No, re- oh, no, I, I, I suppose bullies like, do that, yeah. but it just seems, and they're picking on Buffy, you're like, who would pick on her at school? I mean, she's absolutely dropped, dropped it gorgeous. <laughs> you're going to pick on her? 
Yeah, and she and it wasn't like she didn't have any friends. Like she already had sort of made herself a little group of friends and And girls in the group seems a little odd as well. Like usually uh, also those those students are very, very uh they seem quite old again, like with the casting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they look like they're in their thirties. Almost a prerequisite really to be in high school dramas these days, isn't it? Gotta be in your thirties or late twenties. Oh, they're definitely, you know, in their Mid to late twenties. There is it that hard to get teenagers or you know, kids of that age? I know the problem. I suppose the fundamental problem with that is that they they age up very quickly, and before you know it, you know they've changed a lot in those two years that they started. But you know, at least you're being sincere about it. You know, if you're going to have actual kids, you know, be in the show. Yeah, but also generally speaking, teenagers kind of are in a kind of have a gawky. Like they're gawky and awkward looking. Mm, yeah. So you yeah. probably want a more refined, older teenager. Yeah, yeah. And maturity probably helps as well. Someone easier to work with and all that sort of things. But I'm sure yep. you can find And I think someone. there's also some laws in America. We for- child labor laws, yes, yeah. yeah. So anyone so, under the age of 18, they have restricted hours. Or they age up the child very quickly. Yeah. Or just write him out completely out of the show. All right. oh, He's what too is it? old what now. Is it? There was, um, it was Walt. I know we spoke about it last episode. Yeah, yeah, it was Walt like, from but, Lost. They just completely wrote it out. It's sort of like Big Bang Theory. You never see the kids. What you, kids? Um, Bernadette and I can't remember his name. But they end up, they have two kids. Yep. But you never see the kids. Right, okay. Yeah. They're, they're around in the background. You hear them like cry. Yeah. But like, well, they're they babies, are they? Uh, yeah, like ba- like they're babies and toddlers. Oh, okay. But you just um, n- never you see them. You never see them. They'll they'll be like folding washing, and you'll hear them crying or screaming out "Mama" or something. But it was sort of like that joke with, with the mother on that TV series. You never saw her. She was just a oh, voice. okay. The running joke of that, yeah. yeah. And then they carried on the after she's died. It's it very clever to do that because then you don't have to have save on actors, I guess. <laughs> yes. Just having shout out the background. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, before we get into it, should we uh, push on with the synopsis? The synopsis, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, and here we go. A gang of four bullies taunt and terrorize other students. And when a student lands, does not have the courage to tell Principal Fluty what they have done to him, they take him to the hyena house, even though it has been closed. Xander follows to help with him, whereas Willow and Buffy are stopped by a warden. In the hyena house, the hyena's eyes flash as they look at the gang of four and Xander. Their eyes flash in return. Xander is now part of the pack and his behaviours change. He becomes insulting and cruel, especially to Willow. Even more ominous, the school's new mascot piglet, Herbert, tries to flee when it smells Xander. Giles shows no inclination to believe anything is wrong with Xander, except that he is a 16-year-old boy. His attitude changes when the missing Herbert is found dead and eaten. After checking his books, Giles warns that they could be dealing with a case of possession. Buffy runs to find Xander and finds the piglet cage demolished. Xander attacks Buffy, but she knocks him unconscious and locks him in the cage in the library. When Principal Flutie finds the mascot dead, he knows that the original gang of four are involved and calls them into his office. There, they kill and eat Principal Flutie. Returning from the teacher's meeting in the library, Giles tells Willow and Buffy about what happened to Principal Flutie. Giles and Buffy go to the zoo warden, who tells them that he is not surprised by the possession and knows about the magic involved, but he is not sure how the students were affected. 
he hasn't been able to figure out the ritual. Giles supplies the missing information, a predatory act is required, like when the original four students tormented the boy. Buffy offers herself as bait to lure them back to the hyena house where the warden, now in full Maasai ritual attire, is supposed to perform a reverse of the possession spell with Giles' help. Giles realises that the warden has tried to call the power for himself, but couldn't figure out how until he learned about the predatory act from Giles. The warden then knocks Giles unconscious. Willow reaches the hyena house before Buffy, and the warden ties her up and puts a knife to her throat, telling her it's the predatory act that will trigger the ritual and save the students. Buffy arrives with the others close behind. The pursuing pack knocks her down, and the warden uses his predatory act to shout out a spell that pulls the animal spirits from the five students into himself. In the ensuing fight, Buffy knocks the warden into the hyena's pen where he is eaten. The gang of four flees. The next day, out of embarrassment, Xana convincingly lies to Buffy and Willow that he has no memory of being possessed. Giles knows the truth and agrees to keep Xander secret. Roll credits. <laughs> I actually caught it straight away, didn't you? You asked me what uh, what animals are they? I'm like, I don't know, hyenas. <laughs> I don't know why. I just knew straight away. I just thought, oh, they're going to go with hyenas. I guess I just it was the only sort of pack hunter I could think of. And yeah, it was hyenas. Yeah, mystery solved. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that was just uh, the name of the episode. Like what he was. The pack was the name of the yeah, episode. And I, yeah, and I sort of said, what animal do you think they're going to be talking? Or what do you think will be the main animal? <laughs> <laughs> you were like hyenas, yeah. No surprise well, there. Would would it was that probably because you know high school cliques sometimes act like a pack of hyenas? Yeah, I guess you know, so. It just seemed the typical thing to pick on. I mean, what else would have been dogs or cat? When they're out at a zoo, so it's obviously not going to be some domesticated animal. Yeah, pack, but, it, but but it's also that um that hyena laughing. Yeah, that that, that teenagers do as well. Yeah, or, or they sound more like galahs sometimes. I think <laughs> galahs. <laughs> We've got called Galahs. Oh, pack of Galahs. Yeah. <laughs> or flock Galahs. Yeah, flock of Galahs. Yeah. It's oh, a type of bird. That make a heron. Isn't that just when you're making a lot of noise? Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of a cackle laugh sound noise. I think kind of it kind of sounds like a lot of people laughing at once. I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. The acting in this is pretty terrible, especially the the four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. The four yeah. actors playing the the pack, uh, mm. they are just terrible. They uh, uh, do those characters come back at all? No, never, no, never, 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 <laughs> never referenced well, again. My whole thing, like after watching it this time, I was like, "What happened to that? Those four people? Did they get charged with murder because they did kill the principal mm, and ate him and ate him and cleaned the mess too?" <laughs> and cleaned themselves up pretty quickly yeah. after that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad when I'm eating a bowl of pasta. <laughs> you know, can you imagine what it'd be like eating a human? So they eat him alive, yet they don't get a drop of blood on their clothes mm. or their face. Clean eaters, yes. <laughs> They're super clean yeah. eaters. But also, like, what would have happened to them after... After well, realizing what they'd done, yeah, like and, realize and, like the psychological yeah. damage that uh, would have happened to yeah. them. Yeah, I guess that'd be interesting, but yeah, but yeah, it's never ever no. brought we'll, up we'll ever again. Well, even with Xander, is that ever brought up about he ate the the pig? Or well, we eat pig all the time. 
Yeah, but not a live pig. <laughs> Squealing and thrashing around, no doubt. It would have been quite a horrific well, experience knows? in he a might, live he pig. He might not have killed it. Like maybe one of the others killed it. He just ate it. Mm, yeah. Just ate a bit of raw bacon. Yeah, okay. Also, like, they kind of, I don't know, for some of the, like, they sort of look like cats. They sort of act like they're in the musical cats at <laughs> <laughs> sort of one point. Well, uh, it's, it's yeah. almost like that over the top kind of movements that belongs on a Broadway yeah. stage. Yeah, and then the with the, with the dodge dodgeball scene where they are oh, they're attacking. Yeah. yeah, Buffy's the only one left, but they turn around and attack the guy in their own team. Yeah, because Buffy's too like because they can... pioneers will more pick on a, an easier target. Yeah, than a, yeah, they than would, a, Yeah, a, 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 a strong threat like what Buffy is. Yeah. Doing their research on hyenas, so it's a, it's also, it's very PSA. You know, we're learning about hyenas. That, oh, hyenas will actually uh, learn uh, human names and call them out. <laughs> lure them out. <laughs> um, also, they weren't allowed on. The, oh no, I didn't want them on the ark because they look like, uh, because they seemed like a demonic mixture of cat and dog. Hmm. Well, they're actually part of the feline family, closely re- related to weasels and stuff like that. I've, I was reading up about hyenas. <laughs> Interesting stuff, hyenas. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh like a hyena. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> it's always a laugh, isn't it? That, it's so tacky. So tacky. Um, the villain. Um, the warden. Yeah. Wasn't much of a villain, I guess. Oh, yeah, he's pretty terrible. The moment he gets the power, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> he literally dies. And what was the power of being a hyena? Uh, well, Just... Oh, no, well, when when they were the, the hyenas, they're actually quite pet, like they were quite strong. Oh, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like when Buffy you could overpower her, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Like Xander managed to overpower Buffy. Mm, yeah. And he yeah. was, oh, God, he's so rapey in this as well. <laughs> Yeah, well, in that synopsis that like, mentioned how like we tried sniffing. the rape, I actually left that part out. I just thought it seemed a little too gruesome. That yeah. I, I didn't think it was that oh, – I don't know, maybe I was only sort of half watching it, but I didn't think it was – I know he was on top of her, but I didn't think it was that rapey, though. I mean, Oh, I, he, but I think it's more an implied yeah, rapiness because yeah. he decides to – like after he had eaten the pig, uh, he decides to track – like he smells her, like he sniffs her down, like he tracks her down. Yeah. Uh, because he's after pretty much he wants to mate with her. Mm. <laughs> so, that, like, he has his desires that he wants to yeah, fulfill. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just, oh, he's so horrible and rapey mm. in this. And, like, yeah, he's constantly smelling her, <laughs> which is really creepy. Like, really creepy, the, the sniffing. Yeah, he does thing. a bit of smelling in that. This is lots of... Lots of... <laughs> What's the smelling? Very creepy smelling. Yeah. Uh, oh, the uh, the cage, the library cage that was used first time in this. Apparently, it comes yeah, up a lot. Yeah, I think, yeah. I introduced think this to is that. A, I think this is the first time someone gets locked, like that they lock someone in this cage. Yeah. So does every character at one stage get locked in there virtually? Could you almost say? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah. You think you'd be smart enough to put hide a keyness and go, I got a feeling I might be in there one day. So I, if I ever get locked in there accidentally or intentionally, or I'm a prisoner or some sort. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think Cordelia ever does. Oh, speaking of here, which we missed her in this episode. Yeah, she, was, she wasn't in this one. Yeah, no Cordelia. No vampires, too. Can we mention that? Buffy the vampire no, I don't, slayer? No, like, look, no that's vampires. Gonna it's going to happen. 
It's ha- it's, ha- it's happened like this is like the fifth episode. It's already happened twice. So you could almost say a third of the episodes don't have vampires in it. Well, it's not just about vampires. That's the whole point. Is yeah. that- I, I know, yeah. Yes. I'm just yanking your chain. She's just a slayer. Not She's not necessarily a vampire slayer. She's a slayer. Yeah. But there's just a lot more vampires out there than other demonic forces. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's roll into the questions. Question time. Oh, yeah, baby. Answer the question. Okay. Bring it on. Okay. Which character was your favorite? Oh, you got me. Uh, <laughs> I tried to really prepare myself for these questions, and I, uh, um, um, I guess I'll go with Buffy. Yeah, Buffy's my favorite. Okay. Which character were you hating on in this episode? Kind of the hyenas, I think, were kind of annoying. <laughs> kind of just the pack, yeah. The actual pack. Yeah. No, yeah, just... I'd, I'd have to say I hated, I hate Xander in this episode. No, He's okay. horrible. Yeah. He's, ugh. Uh, what was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, difficult the fight scene, but when I suppose when they're attacking, uh, attacking the library and Willow's with Xander in the cage and they come flying in through the windows, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that was... Yeah, yeah, a little intense, I, I that one. Yeah, I would have gone with the Buffy Xander showdown. Mm, okay, Just yeah. Kind of LOL moment. I guess the dodgeball part is, uh, yeah. You got to remember, like, uh, we don't play dodgeball in Australia. That's that's a game yeah, where we do. No, no, we don't. I play. I remember playing dodgeball. No, no. What you played was something called poison ball. Oh, that's it. That's okay, it. we played yeah, poison, poison ball, ball, which is a little yeah. different than. Then uh, dodgeball. It's sort of similar, but it's more just you have two people on either end and everyone else in the middle. Where in dodgeball, there's like two teams across from each oh, other. Okay. So yeah. yeah, we it's it's similar to poison ball, but different. So yeah, dodgeball. You have two teams either side, and you have to throw the ball. And if you catch the ball, I think they're out. But if you hit them with it without them catching it, they're out. And so poison ball was something similar, where if they caught the ball, then they weren't out. But if you hit him with the leg, but but then we had these things. If you threw the ball over the top and you caught it, you could call freeze, and then everyone had to freeze, and then you could, then you could do that. Or they, or there'd be the thing if you called freeze and they called wiggles and they could wiggle, <laughs> wiggles, yeah. So poison ball is what we had. Yeah, America so had probably probably when that when the teacher goes, I love this game. Well, that that was going to be my quote. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So who gets the wooden spoon? I'd say the the main villain, the the warden oh, guy, yeah. was was a pretty awful villain. Um, was only really a villain for the last three seconds, and then he was dead. So had virtually no impact yeah, on the story. Yeah, pretty much. Well, no, pretty much. He set up the whole like he was a bit incompetent. So mm. that's why he gets the wooden yeah, spoon. Very he's really incompetent. Yeah, very incompetent. He set it all up, but didn't actually know what he was doing. Mm. And a bunch of kids <laughs> managed to do his little ritual. That he was unable to do. Yeah, yeah, and he's virtually no impact on the story, and then yeah, thrown into to the pit of hyenas. Yeah, powerful that whole one second, and then he was dead. Yeah, that was definitely a wooden spoon. He definitely deserves a wooden spoon yeah. award. Um, favorite scene. I know. I guess I'll go with the uh, the dodgeball. All right. Thing again. Yeah. Yeah, I liked when um Buffy's trying to explain to. Giles that there's something going on and he just doesn't believe her until the pig dies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your least favourite scene? Yeah, my least favourite scene definitely was the the villain walk that the pack did with Xander through the school with that song playing in the background. 
Uh, although I didn't mind the song, the song was uh, called Far by jo- Job's Eyes. Um, yeah, but it just went on forever. Yeah, it, it just dragged on, on. It just went on and on. And, and they're just looking at everyone and, you know, and it just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's like kind of like that, you know, the, uh, oh, what's that witchcraft movie? Oh, yeah, the, the craft. Yeah, it's kind of like in the craft where they have their little villain walk, you know? Yeah, But yeah. look, it only needs to go for 10 seconds. We get it. Yeah. But that just just kept going. Oh, yeah. That definitely was it. That took the cake. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I really didn't like the a lot of the stuff with Xander and Willow. Especially with, the, I think it's in the dodgeball game, and he hits her, hits her with the dodgeball like super, super hard, and gets her out. And you can just see like the pain on her face. It's like it like cut her so deep, like she's so upset. <laughs> her little and, flower, and she oh just walks off with a little uh, sadie face. Oh, but they'd done something with her hair in this episode. Like they'd done that horrible where you pull it back out of your. And it's sort of like what nerds, the like <laughs> nerds at school would wear their hair. Yeah, like it's that where you pull the front back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like no yeah. one does it anymore because it no. looks awful. Yeah. Um, but very big in the nineties. Mm. Um, and I have to say, I might have worn my hair like that a couple of times. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but yeah, not not a, yeah, not becoming. Yeah. On Alison Hannigan, it made her, made her forehead, I don't know, sort of made her forehead look really big. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they kind of made her look extra dorky in this episode. Yeah, I think they did with the whole bully thing to make her a bit more susceptible, maybe. Yeah, um, so, and then when he like says that he doesn't want to see her pasty face, and oh, he's just so mean to her. <laughs> it wasn't him, it was, he was being possessed. Yeah, but it was still hard to watch. Yeah. All right. Favourite quote? Uh, actually, I got one ready this time, and it came from Coach Herald during the dodgeball <laughs> scene. <laughs> God, this game is brutal. I love it. <laughs> I have to go with the Buffy quote when she's trying to convince uh, Giles that there's something going on. I cannot believe that you, of all people, are trying to scully me. No. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone isn't clear on the <laughs> Scully reference, it's a Dana Scully of X Files, which was a very popular show at the time. Yes, oh, was it popular at that time? What sort of oh, died yeah. off? Ninety seven. No, no, yeah, it was no, still it was still pretty, yeah. pretty popular. It was at probably that its time. peak, I say, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely in its peak. Peak X Files. Yeah. Um, and you know, and Scully was always the one taking the down, skeptic, the skeptic taking yeah. down Mulder's uh, preposterous ideas. You're a knobhead, Mulder. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, some of some of his conspiracy, like, but he would go on and on and on about his conspiracy theories. Yeah, I think he's he's the reason why we have flat earthers and. <laughs> oh, he'd definitely be up there. <laughs> and anti-vaxxers. All right, who gets the MVP of this episode? Uh, I guess Buffy again. Can't think of anyone else. Um, actually, I might give this to Willow. Willow. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Willow. Uh, just for her little, you know, she was so brave in front of the cage and she sort of, you know, that's when she realised that it's not really Xander and that he was possessed. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, she was pretty tough there. Yeah. 
Yeah. She, she showed some resilience. Yeah. What do you rate this episode out of 10 and using something from the show? Uh, can I say two slaughtered pigs? <laughs> slaughtered Herald, what was his name? The piglet? Herbert. Herbert the piglet? <laughs> um, I will go, yeah, five dodgeballs. Five dodgeballs. Okay. Yeah. Out of ten. Out of ten. Of course. Um, yeah. Well, uh, was there anything else you wanted to add? Wasn't a particularly good episode, this, was it? No. Oh, uh, this is, fan. you know, I think this is an all right episode. It's, yeah. It's all right. That's all right. By the way, you know, it's as episodes of television go, it's hmm. still better than some episodes of television I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> To get a new, new punky Brewster. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Oh, I s- still haven't worked out who the audience is for those these shows. <laughs> Anyone who can watch it. I think that wraps it up for this week, Eddie. You got nothing more to say about this episode? No. Six, season one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We are nerd subculture. subculture. If you listen to this, you are nerd subculture. Are you? <laughs> Let's find out. Like, subscribe, share, download, upload onto Pirate Bay and share it to everyone for free. <laughs> for free anyway, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Grr, arg. Bye. Bye.